You're listening to the Colorado Springs Real Estate Investing Podcast, brought to you by RICO, your local guide for all things real estate investing in Colorado. Hey, Colorado Springs. This is Jenny Bayless, and I am here today with my co-host, Leah Keeling. Leah, how's it going? Good. How are you, Jenny? I'm doing great. I'm super excited to talk about a multifamily property in Colorado Springs with you. Yes, I know. It's a good one. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about, and we're just going to jump right in here and make things Mm -hmm. quick for you guys. Tell us a little bit about the client um, and then about the property itself. And we'll just dive right into the numbers right after. Yeah. So this is one of Envision's repeat clients. Um, Great client of ours. I want to say this is his fifth deal with us. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Like the past two years. Um, I think this, this is his fourth fourplex that we've closed on. So he is a keeper. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but yeah, this was really what he, uh, thought was going to be his fourth and final fourplex deal. Um, but stay tuned. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That might, we might have more to add to that, but no, this is a really good one. He likes to say, um, you know, keep all of his properties within 15 minutes of one another. So this one is just like right down the street from, um, two other ones that he has. So perfect little area. Um, all the rents were, like really at market rent, maybe a little higher than market rent on this. Um, so that was really exciting. And it had um, bill back already in the leases. So really it was just set and ready to go. So that's what made it really attractive to us. Awesome. Yeah. And this one was on the the market for quite a while, I'm guessing, because mm-hmm. the rates you know, just make it really hard for, for people to make it work. Um, but this Mm -hmm. client, he, he put down 40%. Yes. Um, and that's something that we've been mentioning to people like over Mm -hmm. the last year, like, you know, prices, they have some wiggle room, but not a ton of wiggle room. So your options are either put down more cash to subsidize your cash flow in that way, or Mm -hmm. be creative on your strategy, such as room by room. And I yeah. probably sound like a broken record, but um, this is really the only closings that we're seeing are people that are doing one or the other, at least yeah. in Colorado Springs, Pueblo is a different story. Um, yeah. But I think that this is really the way to make it work. So this client, he chose the 40% down, mm-hmm. make it a little bit safer for him. Um, he has, you know, a long-term hold strategy for it. So he, you know, he understands that rates are high right now. They may go down in the future. We don't know. He wants it to work today. And then if it works better in the future, great. But he yeah. wants it to work today. So I think that's the yeah. best way of going into it. So yeah, I agree. Sorry for my tangent it, on that. <laughs> no, that's good. Um, I think if you can do it, then that's the way to do it. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. what was the list price and what was the purchase price? And all the numbers related to that. Yeah. So the list price was seven fifty, Um, and I feel like we could have went in a little bit more competitive, but he just wanted to get it off the market. The numbers worked for him. So we just went in at seven fifty, um, with a 10 K concession and they accepted our offer. And, um, then through inspection, we got a $2,500 credit. So it came out to, 12,500 on seller concessions. 
Okay. Um, towards closing costs. So that really helped out. And that looks to be what uh, thereabouts that he paid mm-hmm. in his closing costs. So it was yeah. a wash there. So that's good. Yeah. It was, it was a total wash on that. And then he probably had about 8K to put in initially um, just on, you know, some deferred maintenance stuff in the units. Just the okay. little thing. Yeah. Was it mostly cosmetic or was there anything, you know, yeah. um, immediate? Nothing major. It was just um, like appliance, you know, broken appliance, garbage disposals, some kind of weird electrical stuff going on. Um, nothing major, just things that the previous seller was not keeping up on. Mm. Um, so our inspection was a little rough. It was like we were getting the wrath of <laughs> <laughs> unhappy tenants. Yeah, unhappy. yeah. Every unit we went in, it was the same story. <laughs> oh no. Like, calming everyone's nerves the whole time. Um, but it was good. It, you know, it makes me happy for the tenants because, you know, this client really cares about his tenants and Mm -hmm. his properties. Um, it's probably my favorite thing about him is how, you know, he just wants people to be able to live well in his units. And so, um, he, you know, we're just like, everything will be okay. We're going to get all this stuff handled for you. I'm like taking a list in my phone of unit A, unit B, like all the little things we've done. So I think that's great. And that's a fantastic thing to bring up and, and, you know, to help mend bridges with tenants that may be irritated with, with previous owners, previous Mm -hmm. management. Um, I know you guys closed what a week ago. I'm sure that Mm -hmm. this client probably fixed everything on the list by now knowing him. Um, So I'm sure that they are just, you know, elated um, to have him in there. And um, I think that'll go a long way. um, You know, when it comes time for renewal, reducing that vacancy, um, Mm -hmm. I think that will go a long way for him just to be a a good, a good person, good landlord. So Mm -hmm. that's great. And it's always scary for tenants when there's an ownership change, like they all it just breaks my heart when you walk in like on inspection and they're all just kind of looking at you like, so is he going to raise my rent? Like what's going to happen? It's just like, Oh <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it was, it was good for them. I was like, no, all good things, you know, on this, like you guys are all your rent is fine. Um, your lease so, yeah. prevails. Yeah. That's, that's yes. something that, you know, um, n- maybe m- some tenants don't understand that their lease prevails with a sale. Yes. So it does not matter who buys the house. If you have a valid lease in place, yes. that stays, that does not exactly. change. Yeah. yeah. So I'm glad that you guys are able to educate them a little bit on, on mm-hmm. their rights for that. So, yes, cool. So what, um, they're all, it, I'm looking at the rents right now knowing, mm-hmm. knowing where the property is. This is, I would say above market rate. Um, they're all on the same price too. So can you tell everyone what, Mm -hmm. what that one is? Yeah. So all the units are at 1295, um, which you have, uh, fourplex over here. So what do you think market is like 1200? All of mine are at 1200, which includes utilities. So Mm -hmm. my, I think my base leases are 1100, um, because I have a lot of legacy tenants and everyone knows how I, I am about that. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I'm very slow to raise rent. Um, but yeah, yeah I, even this, this number is 1300. Like, I don't think I would dream of, uh, of releasing, um, a, you know, a, a unit at that price. So that's really interesting. I know. Yeah. I mean, the, the units were 
pretty much updated. Um, like there were a couple that were nicer than others, you know, granite countertops in the kitchens, mm. um, nice flooring. Um, so it was, you know, the, the building was well taken care of. Um, you know, a couple need more updating than, than the others, but otherwise, yeah, it, it was in pretty good shape, but the rents were, I think what attracted us the most. And then, um, they have utility bill back. Yeah. Um, so, well. I mean, really it's like 1400 a month, um, yeah. at this point. Yeah. Cause you know, I know, I know buildings in that area tend to run about 400 ish a month, um, mm-hmm. you know, in utilities. So, wow, that is very, um, kept up to date, you know, Mm -hmm. and if the tenants are fine paying that, you know, at this point, and then, you know, the client's just going to come in and make things better for them. I'm sure they'll be really happy because I, Mm -hmm. I imagine he's probably not going to raise rent come renewal time. So I don't think so. I think, you know, he's going to want to keep them in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's great. So, Mm -hmm. so wow. Um, And then I know that this client, he's very big on self-management. So he's, you know, helping, helping out the bottom line a little bit by not having a property manager in there. Um, and then you guys have 8% budgeted for maintenance, um, not including the $8,000 that you have set aside for the, uh, we'll, Mm -hmm. we'll we'll call it the deferred maintenance that you guys are aware of. Um, I think 8% is good. You know, I've noticed on the fourplexes that if there's a problem in one unit, there's usually a problem in another unit. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, they can, you know, maintenance can run a little high, I think on that, but I know that this client does a lot of the repairs himself. So he's yeah. probably helping out the, you know, the return on that, that yeah. aspect. He'll have his contractor, like go in and do the initial list of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, he pretty much takes care of the, you know, the things that come up on his own if he can. So that's great. Yeah. Cool. Um, so let's talk about taxes and insurance. I know this is kind of a drum we keep beating now, um, but we have uh, taxes at seventeen hundred and insurance at thirty seven hundred for the year. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about taxes. I have to imagine that this is probably going to be close to double for for next year. Is that? I think so too. I'm like, is that right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually, so being in, being in that area, yes, that is right for okay. <laughs> this year, but mine doubled for next year. Yeah. Um, I, I couldn't believe say, it. I'm yeah. Like, I just mistake that input because why does that seem really low? <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's okay. correct for this year, but yeah, projecting yeah. for future years, that, yeah, that, I'm like, that's I definitely can, incorrect. <laughs> yeah. We'll count that at like 3,200 or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, and, and then insurance at thirty seven hundred, which I think, based on kind of discussions with other multifamily owners, that's kind of a steal of a of a rate mm-hmm. there. So, which is just wild because last year it would have probably been a thousand dollars less. Um, I know. So I think thirty seven hundred going into next year, that's probably accurate. Hopefully, it doesn't mm-hmm. change again next summer when he renews again. Um, but. Yeah. <laughs> Those taxes I think he are did be... I think he did a little hack on that. He like bundled some car insurance or something with it. Yeah. I mean you gotta and do so, what you gotta do with these yeah. insurance premiums. They're just mm-hmm. skyrocketing. So that's what I always tell people. I'm like, you know, check with who you get your car insurance through, like see if you can bundle and get a little bit of a discount, you know. Mm-hmm. And so. I will I will give my little spiel on that too is don't skimp on insurance. Like don't undercover yourself. 
you know, we're joking about the 3,700 being more, you know, versus 2,500 last year, whatever. Mm -hmm. If a disaster happens, um, you know, like anything really, um, 3,700 is a drop in the bucket. Um, you know, don't, don't say, Hey, this person over here is offering me 3,500 for less coverage. Don't, exactly. don't do it. So yes. make sure you have a good insurance agent. <laughs> yes, exactly. That has your back. Yeah. Yep. For sure. And then it looks like, so is he not covering trash as part of the bill back? He's the landlord's on the hook for the trash. So the previous seller, you know, told the tenants that trash was included in their rent. Um, but then they didn't even have trash service felt so bad for them. Wow. Yeah. Okay. One of the tenants was like hauling his, hauling the trash away, paying with his own money in his own truck. It was crazy. Yeah. Wow. People were upset. <laughs> Understandably. That's yeah. pretty awful to not have trash on site. So yeah. I'm, I'm glad I'm sure I know exactly. Um, you know, this, this client, he really likes the bins. I've kind of, uh, I've kind of gotten him onto the bin bandwagon for multifamily. So I'm sure that it's looking good over there now. So yeah, it does. I, when I went by the other day, it was like so much cleaner already. Good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's go to the cash flow tab. So let's see. He's all in for 300 K. Um, and that's a lot of money, you know, but it's because he put 40% down and, again, is that long-term strategy that he has. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I know we kind of harped on that in, in the beginning of this podcast, so I won't, I won't keep going over that. Um, but then going down to, you know, his net operating income, we're looking at just shy of 50K for the year. Bef- um, when you consider his rental income minus his expenses um, and then his mortgage payments each month, we're anticipating his mortgage being about $3,200 a month, which comes to about $39,000 in, in mortgage payments. So he's looking at about a $10,000 annual cash flow before taxes, um, which, you know, a 3, 3.3% cash on cash rate of return. Nothing amazing, but I don't think you're going to find an amazing cash on cash return, especially when you put so much down mm-hmm. um, in this case. But you know, just comparing apples to apples, the cap rate is 6.5. And on a multifamily, I have not seen a 6.5 cap in Colorado Springs on a fourplex in a very, very long time. Yeah, no, I haven't seen any number. It's like, we're lucky if we break even, right? Right. Yeah. So this is, yeah, usually like a couple of years ago, they're in the, I don't know, mid fours, I would say. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So 6.5, you know, taking taking the mortgage payment out of the equation and just looking at it, you know, purchase price and performance, um, mm-hmm. it's, it's really well. Um, so yeah, so congrats to this client. I'm super excited for him. Um, I'm excited for the tenants to having a, a landlord that, you know, is cleaning up the property a little bit for them. Um, yes. But yeah, any final, any final thoughts on this one? Or just kind of, you think this is a good example of, what we're seeing nowadays for multifamilies in, in Colorado Springs. Mm-hmm. I think so. And I think um, on the other side of things on this one, you know, a lot of properties we come across, a lot of the rents are way under market. And mm-hmm. I just think it goes to show how keeping your rents at market, like really helps on the resale side, you know? Yeah, uh, absolutely. 
super attractive to us, even though waiting a turn or it's not the end of the world. And a lot of times you have to do it, but um, I think this one, it just made the deal even more attractive because you didn't have to do all that work, you know? Yeah. The paperwork behind yeah. it. Mm-hmm. So I think that, you know, that's just important for, for, I think people to know too, but this is a good strategy. If you have the cash you want to deploy into something like this, like this, you know, this is a good deal. So. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for hopping on and telling us about this deal and we will see you all later. Thanks everyone. Thank you.